Hello, we're back once again. Matt, how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you, mate. I'm sat here with a pint in my house. This is absolutely fucking glorious, to be honest. This may be already be my favourite podcast we've ever done. <laughs> right. Should we just jump straight in here and go straight to the signings that we have made in the last couple of days? Because we are slowly becoming the next second string team at the moment. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to... I was going to say, we're basically picking up the Nets as sloppy seconds. They're, uh, they're cutting people and we're, and we're like, yeah, sure, we'll have them. <laughs> You know what, though, right? I don't think they're bad signings overall. Like, they're not the greatest, but we needed a bit of depth and we have now got a bit of depth. Mm-hmm, definitely. Especially, especially in that sort of wing guard position. And so we've got, we got a couple of those guys. You know, we've spoke, we spoken before about, you know, how unfortunate it was that we traded Donny and then within minutes, Pat got it and injured his hand. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what were the chances that was going to happen? So who was it? We've got DeAndre Bembry was the first one we signed, wasn't it? Yes. So and I'm then, just trying to think of stats. And then Javon Carter is the other one. Now, DeAndre Bembry with the Nets, has he's definitely the, the better signing out of the two. Yeah, I'd go with that. His, his numbers look pretty good. Um, and I think he's a pretty decent defender as well. So I mean, you look at you look at that forty-two percent from three, and you're thinking that's pretty good, right? But then you look at you know, the last three years of his career, he's only about twenty percent from three. Yep. And so, See. whether or not he's made an incredible increase in his shooting, or it's some fake stats, it'd be interesting to see. See what? Because from what I remember, DeAndre Bembry is not bad, right? He's something that we kind of need, and can play in a couple of different positions, can't he? Yeah. So. And he's, He's a nice cutter as well, I think. Yep. Which which we're big fans of. Love the dogs as well. Correct. Now, don't get me wrong, Javante Carter, I'm not overly excited about. But saying that, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. From what I've been told by Nets fans, he's actually not bad at defense. His offense is pretty shit. But you know, we've got good enough players that we can offensively win games. We need players that can help out defensively. That's the thing. We have enough players i mean we have three players that can carry us offense well four because bobby's great offensively we, Correct. we have we have four players that can carry us offensively through a game as long as you know a couple of them are on the floor at a time we're probably going to be doing enough on offense you, you know all you want your guys the rest the other guys to do which john remember is very good at or at least he has been this season is just stand there and then shoot a three if if they have to that's uh, the rest will deal with itself um but yeah, apparently like, I, I, I was watching some highlights of him uh, and he seems very active on defence. He needs to be able to keep in front of his man pretty nicely, you know, and he's not old. But that's the thing with these with these buyout signings. They often tend to be sort of like, you know, ageing dudes looking for, for, for rings. But both of these guys are, you know, they're, they're what really should be their, their prime of their career. So we're getting them at the best they're going to be. <laughs> No, I've got one way of comparing these players to anyone else, right? And it means they will always be good. I'm going to compare them to Shemi Ojali. So yeah. no, matter what, no matter what they do this season, they're going to be good. Yeah. Right, guys, they can't do bad. DeAndre Memory will be better than Ojali. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Javon Carter's numbers are better. They're not good, but they're better than Semi Ojali's. Realistically, see when Pat Connaughton comes back, right? And, and if Brooke Lopez makes mm. it back for the playoff, okay. right? The, the two of them yeah. are going to be sort of bottom benches and towards that. They're yes. not going to get a lot of minutes. I don't, yeah. If so, when we get George Hill back, hopefully we get George Hill back. We got about him. Um, I mean, he's had an ex soreness for three months. That he man is, like, yeah, that yeah, man's either needs a new, new pillow, yeah, needs a yeah. new pillow, a new cushion, and a decent massage. 
Yeah, he needs a he, he needs a roller to, to roll his neck up. <laughs> <laughs> can, can he go to a chiropractor? Can he you know get sort of like, like how, how sore can his neck be? <laughs> We're gonna find out in a few weeks that he's had neck surgery in LA. Yeah, <laughs> he's, gonna he's, actually, he's actually been playing through whiplash for the last three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> he got whiplash when he found out he got traded. So, uh, <laughs> so whatever. Well, I think I think once once we get him back from this mysterious injury, we get Pat Connaughton back from his hand surgery, right? Brooke Lopez potentially well, should to be fair should be back by what was it March they were saying potentially, so he may not be far away from coming back. But by the time we get those players back, realistically, Benbury and Carter aren't going to really be in the playoff rotation. No, I think Benbury might have moments in the yeah. earlier series. You know, he might actually get some run depending on how. He plays. If his three-point shooting is legit, if he is shooting 47 for three, if he gets two shots a game and he's hitting one, then that, that's fine. And if he is defensively active, having that nice, just like keeping people fresh because, you know, we, did, we didn't think about health here as well. It will be useful, especially as we go small to the end of the game, at the end of the game. It's like just any rotation of people, we're going we're gonna to need blokes coming in. I mean, we've got oh, Serge as well. I, I completely thought we even had Serge. Oh, sorry, I forgot about Singleton. Yeah. To be fair, he really only played about two or three games before the All-Star break. So, Which, by the way, <laughs> this All-Star break has seemed like the longest thing in the world. Yeah, we because we played Philly and then it was straight into the All-Star break. But those yeah. three days felt long. Like, don't get me wrong, it probably doesn't help that I didn't watch a Philly game, right? So it feels yeah. like a bit longer. But <laughs> my God, this has felt like the longest week ever. And we've still got to get to Saturday. The Philly game was very annoying. I was very annoyed watching that. Yeah, I watched the highlights on that one. I, I was hungover. I just watched highlights. It was it's one of those. I, I saw a great tweet from someone saying that like the the Bucks only really like play properly in like twenty games in the in the regular season. I mean, you saw us play properly against the Warriors. We yeah. played properly against the Nets and stuff. We were playing properly against the 76ers and we lost, which is, makes it feel worse. It is, but, but you know what? You're not going to win every game anyway, so... No, you can't you know, every game. <laughs> I, I would much rather lose a game now against the Sixers than in the Eastern Conference semis or the finals. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's yeah. how I look at it right now. But like, I'm part of a, face, a few Facebook groups on Facebook, obviously, related to the Bucks. <laughs> I just realised what I said there. Shut the fuck up, Sean. I am part of a couple of Facebook groups for the Bucks, mostly because I share like, the different articles and stuff that I write. But they are some of the worst takes I will ever see about sport. Oh, honestly, so, I feel in terms of text, you got Twitter. Twitter's bad, but Twitter's definitely the best. And then Instagram and the Facebook takes are just so honest bad. Honest to God, man. I have seen somebody say that unless Brooke Lopez comes out and plays in the playoffs, we are not we are going to go out in the first round and get swept. And that Yanis, and my favorite one, Yanis is only good because he tries hard, but doesn't score enough points and isn't good enough to be an MVP. <laughs> what does that mean? I had no idea. I was like, how, how can you be marked down for being a tryhard? I was like, the man scores 30 odd points a game. Yeah, that's, that's one of his best attributes is that he, he tries way too hard. <laughs> and he's openly admitted that. Yeah, that's the, um, that's the mentality you need to win. Every game you've got to try. <laughs> you think so? That's honestly. the, that's the Mamba it. mentality. That's it. I love it. Honestly, I just go on Facebook these days just to see what crazy takes are coming out on the groups. Because that's what... Um, that's what Kobe said, right? Is that he, one time he went to a game to watch somebody. I think it might have been Michael Jordan, actually. And he didn't play very hard. And so it wasn't very interesting for him, like, to watch. And from then he was like, you know, I'm, 
there could be a kid out there, or, or in fact, what it might have been, it might be the way around. He watched a game where Michael Jordan was incredible and that inspired him to be to play. And so, so what he said was, I oh, look, look at how this person inspired me. I'm there could be a kid in any of the crowds that I ever play in front of that could be inspired to play great because of me. So every yeah. night I'm gonna give everything and I'm gonna give my all, no matter who I'm playing against or what I'm doing. So it should be though. Yeah, yeah. And I mean 100%. It is, and it works for them. Like people, people were slagging off. I seen a couple of things on Twitter where they were slagging Yanis off for trying so hard in the All Star game. Mate, in the All Star game, fourth quarter, Yanis, Yanis started actually put, like the first three quarters. Nobody was playing any basketball. Like there was no defending going on. Everyone was just sort of like dunking and chucking. Uh, and then fourth quarter comes around, and Yanis starts playing properly, proper properly. And he's like, he gets that block on Chris. He starts, he starts double teaming Joel Embiid with him and Jared Allen, and Embiid cannot score on that. And it was, um, it was great fun. I just find it bizarre that, like, because I was, I've not watched the game. I, I missed it from, I think I was out. Oh, no, I was in bed. Look at I went to bed. But <laughs> I was going to watch it, and I seen also the reviews for like the skills contest and everything the night before that were horrendous by the looks of it. And I've oh, just not got around to watching the All Star game since. The dunk contest was awful. I fell asleep I during the dunk contest. <laughs> I can't, like, admittedly, it was like 4am, but I fell asleep during the dunk contest. Like, how good can a dunk contest be if you're falling asleep? Like, I literally fell asleep. Um, so, but the also game was actually pretty decent. I thought it was quite fun. So it, it is always quite fun. I always think they came to hit or miss because, it, like, like you say, see the first three quarters where nobody's um, defending, right? It is quite interesting yeah. to watch and it's good fun. But I find it quite tedious and boring after a while. Like it, it's all nice and well watching all these really fancy dunks going in, but it's not quite as entertaining when there's nobody there defending it. Yeah, I I'm mean, a bigger, that's I'm why. A fa- Sorry, that's that's why the fourth quarter was actually quite fun, is because oh. that's they actually started playing. Like, I think that more fun. Like when you like the dunk contest, I think it was more Moonsby said on Twitter, and I am all for this, right? Have something to defend when you're doing dunk contest, make it a bit more entertaining. Can you imagine, like, Yanis trying to defend yeah, yeah. Jabbaran Jab- going for it? It'd be great fun. Yeah, exactly. Get, like, get like. Then, then we can really see whether Rudy Gobert is able to be defensive player of the year. <laughs> exactly. Put him there, and he has to defend everybody going for slam dunks. Let's see what that man has. But, you know, it's interesting to see how it goes. I'm just... I, I, could, I could watch it, but I've chosen not to. It's still on my Sky Plus planner at the moment, just sitting there waiting. Just in case I get bored tomorrow and think I'm going to go in and watch it. It's not a bad little watch. You'll be missing uh, basketball by the end of the week. Well, that is true. I honestly, I cannot wait for Saturday <laughs> in the slightest. It's drag like hell. Thankfully, the way my shifts work, I can make it. So I am happy that I'll be able to sit and watch it. Because it should be a good game. Hopefully. Because we, we've got to come back and play the Nets on Saturday. So that should be a decent game going forward. Oh, so they're still yeah. without KD. Ben Simmons, maybe the They'll have ben, well, they should have him available. They'll have Kyrie Irving available because it's in is it, Milwaukee. Is it in Milwaukee? Sure, it's in Milwaukee. I don't, I don't know. Do we play the last one? At, we might have played the last one. I can't remember. Yeah, um, yeah, it's in Milwaukee. It's in Milwaukee. So, yes, they will have Kyrie. Yeah. So, it should be an entertaining game, but I have us down winning it. You'd hope. <laughs> hope, you know. They, they, they haven't got KD. They haven't got KD. So. They're not. They, they can't win. the The Nets are four and ten when Kyrie plays. 
definitely. I do that's like not that. a, That's maybe not a sin in him. It's more the fact that they, they had no players when he was playing. And now they've got a couple more, at least. they got, you know, yeah. Set I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of that um, stat for the basis that Nets fans' big thing at the moment is obviously New York are looking at potentially changing the vaccine rules or playing play. So you yeah. could play in the playoffs. And they're like, yeah, they'll come back. We'll be un- unbeatable at home, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, he's won four out of the fucking 14 games. You know, it's not making that much of a difference. Yeah. I mean, K- KD is the best player on that team, and it's not close. They don't do anything unless he's there. So, yeah, they're an average team when they don't have KD. Correct. So don't, don't get me wrong. I do think that Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and KD together will be a hell of a partnership. Oh yeah, that'd be really fun. But I mean, I think what maybe what Nets fans don't want to think about is considering how well Jared Allen is playing and how defensively good he's been. You know, if you think about putting him on Giannis, that's that's a scary matchup for us. Um, you know, Cleveland beat us earlier in the season. Correct. Um, uh, you know, thinking of the Kyrie, KD, Jarrett Allen, as opposed to, and, you know, Karis Levert as well would still be there. Thinking about that right now, as opposed to the, the dodgy year they had with James Harden where they were injured, and then this year with Ben Simmons, who isn't as good as, uh, is, that, is that harsh to say that he's not as good as Jarrett Allen? He's not as good at Jarrett, as Jarrett Allen at defending yards. No, I'll give you that, 100%. That's the, we'll go with that. It, ben Simmons is a better defender, but that's just because he's versatile. Right. If, if you're looking for a place to, to shove on your eyes, Jared Allen's better. Um, and so there are probably, you know, Nets fans out there right now thinking, you know, what if we had just never done this trade? I don't know. I still think it was a right trade. The fact that Harding threw his toys at the pram because he didn't win a ring, followed by he can't win a game on his own. You know, and then forced his way out of the fucking team. What, for the oh, second yeah, like, time in two, two and a bit years he's done it, he's forced his way out of the team? When you look back at it, you have a chance to get, at the time, what was a top 10 player in the league. You have a chance to get that. To go alongside the top 10 player and the top 15 player you've already got sitting in the team. You know what I'd be quite interested you, you to see? You do, don't you? Right. I'd be interested to see how the season would have went if that trade happened at the start of the year. Right, Because mm. we, all, we all knew it was going to happen at some point. Ben Simmons was going to leave Philly. We discussed it often enough on the podcast. You know, It was conversation for everybody. The media were all over it. And to be fair, have been ever since the season started, right? I wonder what difference that would have made to both teams if that trade was made at the start of the season. You've got James Harden who wants to play basketball for the team that he's playing for, and you've got Ben Simmons getting a fresh start in Brooklyn. When, when we were talking about, but the thing is, when we were talking about the Ben Simmons trade before, it was Ben Simmons for Kyrie. That is it true, actually. Yeah, it wasn't Ben Simmons for Harden because the, no, that's a very good point. The big issue was that Kyrie couldn't play in Brooklyn and he wasn't mm-hmm. going to play at all. And so you had the two players that weren't playing at all, just swap them, then they both play all the time and yeah. it works. But then what happens if you do that, Harden has a hissy fit and then you have the trade. Then the Nets are in, in, in a big sinker. That is a fair point. I'm not going to lie. I was thinking hypothetically that James Harden wanted to leave the Nets at the start of the season, as yeah, opposed to mid season. Yeah. If, because the only reason Harden wanted to leave. Well, who knows why Harden? It's just, it's stupid that he wanted to leave. That's, it's so dumb. Um, but it's because I, yeah, I don't know why did he want to leave? Because the ball, I, he didn't get the ball enough. Is, was it that? I think it's because they weren't winning. They weren't. They hadn't won a ring last year like he expected to do when he went to the Super Team. Yeah. Apparently, Kyrie was absolutely roasting him in training sessions, <laughs> like absolutely destroying him and taking the piss out of him. And Harden threw a bit of a hissy fit at that point. Yeah, I don't 
But then also with Kevin Durant being out for so long as well, and when Kyrie couldn't play, it became quite apparent that James Harden could not carry the team on his own. Yeah, it's just been so. Which I think is part of it, because again, he's went to another team where he doesn't have to be the number one guy. You know, unless Joel Embiid gets injured for a while, right, and has an injury like KD's got, he does not have to be the man that is constantly relied on. No, but I, then again, isn't that that's what he was so good at? He was being the guy. Correct. The whole reason, like him and Russell Westbrook, are very similar players. And the fact that when they're the guy, they're very good. When they're not the guy, they're not very good because yeah. their skill sets are, are such that that lend themselves to being the guy. And when you have Joel Embiid having one, like you know, an MVP caliber season. Is giving the ball to James Harden and letting him just pick and roll with it, is that just going to destroy his impact? You know, what sort of impact is that going to have on his play? So the, other, the other way to look at it, though, is it gives you another, it gives Philly another player to then sort of, the teams are going to have to focus on him. Because, yeah. you know, as good as Seth Curry was, play, teams didn't have to worry massively about him. They didn't have to worry about Ben Simmons because he wasn't there. You know, they've now got, yes, Joel and B. Tuzzit, right? They've given it to James Harden. Shit, we still have to make sure we're doing something to do. Yeah, yeah. So it's, from it's that going aspect, to be interesting. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to, 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 just to see like how much of an impact does this have on Embiid's style of play. Is it going to work? Does James Harden? I mean, look, James Harden didn't work with Dwight Howard when that was the thing. At least it didn't work too well, I don't think. But maybe that was due mainly to Dwight Howard's injuries. I don't know. To be honest, I just think James Harden's a dick. Right. The, yeah. it's just, like it, it bugs hell at me, right? I understand if you're having a shit time at your team, you want to leave, right? I get that. But demanding a trade from two teams in two and a bit years purely because you want to go ring chasing and you're picking, the, like, you're, you're basically forcing your hand, their hand in having to trade you. I, I guess what it is, maybe, is that he, he went to Brooklyn to ring chase because he wanted to get like an easy ring to help himself or whatever. It didn't happen and he didn't enjoy it. He never enjoyed it in, in Brooklyn and maybe that's why he didn't win a ring. Maybe. And so and so now he's like, okay, well, I might actually enjoy myself in Philadelphia. So if I don't win a ring, it's not the be all and end all, and we can build to something. Maybe. Because there's talk, it's, t- it's taken the extension for the extra year, hasn't he, on his contract? I think that was part of the deal for when he went to Philly that he had to then sign on for the extra um, players, the players' contract year. Yeah. But no, well, no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Is it not? I think he did. He didn't. No, 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 he was supposed to, and he was going to, but he didn't submit the paperwork in time. He hasn't done Neither it. he did. Neither he did. Convenient that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Instant so, I don't know. What are the chances? So another Philly don't win a ring this year. Does he leave? Yeah, he could. He could. He could. Have, and then, <laughs> that'd be so fine. Exactly. That'd be a shit trade for Philly. That because at the moment everyone's saying obviously the Nets won the trade, right? Which I think is probably a fair assumption. You know, as long as Ben Simmons comes out, it's a pretty win-win, right, for both teams. I mean, Philly weren't playing Ben Simmons anyway. So you've essentially traded Andre Drummond and Seth Curry for James Harden. And that's a massive upgrade on Seth Curry. And is Andre Drummond that good? Who knows? Apparently he's actually been quite good, but... We will see. We'll see on Saturday. <laughs> that is very true. Now, obviously we're talking about Philly. We're talking about the Nets here. Those are the team we just played and the team we've got coming up next, right? But so you're looking towards what we've got next in the, season, the next five games of the Bucks. I'm not going to lie. I think this has to be like maybe five of the hardest games we could have got. Realistically, yeah, you know, we never do well against the Hornets anyway. Oh, no, we've already we've lost twice to them this year already. They're a weird bogey team for us, for some reason. They are hopefully that we don't get them in the class. (laughs) Uh, I hope not. I think, see, if we do, I think we'd end up playing a seven game series. 
Yeah, be so stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got next on Saturday. We're then, or Saturday to Sunday, we've then got the Hornets Monday into Tuesday. And then things get a lot easier for us when we then travel to play my, or no, sorry, we play Miami at home. You know, if, that's not an easy three games. And then again, we get a couple of days off and then we're away in Chicago playing Chicago. And that's our first time against Chicago. No, it's not because second time. Well, I was going to say you can't, you can't forget the Alex Caruso incident. Second time. It's the first time we played them since. But we won the last one. I am sure that the Chicago home crowd will be ever so welcoming for Grace and Allen. There's going to be some some lovely booing. It's going to be like Seth Curry this again. I reckon it's going to be Malice at the Palace Part Two. <laughs> like he is going to score something, right? He's going to have a career night. Go away and score like forty odd points, right? And he's just going to stand there and look at the crowd and be like, fuck you. He's going to be Trey Young in MSG last season. That is what he's going to do. That would uh, be fun. Like, you know, as if we've got those four games, right? Which, to be honest, realistically, looking at them, right? I think we can beat the Nets. We've got the Hornets yeah. at home, which I think we can win. Hopefully. Well, the, the Heat and the Bulls, yeah. Mm. I'm not too sure. I mean, I think we, we, maybe one of them. We can win all of them, right? I want the team I do want us to beat. I do want us to beat the Suns. Oh, 100%. That's obviously because the night after we play Chicago, which by the way, so that's a week on Sunday. It's half past eight tip off. Half eight. For anyone that's excited about that, love to see. I need to work out if I'm working that because no doubt with just tip, I'll be working. Just because we got thumped by them last time, I think we owe, what oh, I think we owe them a bit of a win. We do. Also, it's the first time that we've welcomed Phoenix to Milwaukee since we played them. Well, I'm off on that Sunday as well. I can watch it. But aye, that's also the first time that we've had Phoenix in Milwaukee since we beat them in game six. Of the, yeah, the last time they were there, it's quite a good yeah. time. So. They were obviously, I'm saying they beat us in Phoenix earlier in the season, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Right, Quite well, as well. It was a blowout. It was, 131 to 107. In fact, that was only a few games ago, so it was. You know, But to be fair, that was also coming at the end of a, what, four or five game Western trip for us? Yeah, so you know, that's a tough ask at the best of times. Never mind when it's the last game on a Western road trip, it's never going to be easy. But no. out of those five games, right? I'm going win against the Nets. You know, I'm going to call a win against the Hornets because we're playing at home. We're going to lose to the Heat, beat the Bills, <laughs> and we're going to beat the Suns in overtime. Nice. I mean, the, the loss of the Heat will be very fun for Heat Twitter. Heat Twitter are going to love it. Um, it will, but you know what? Let them have it. We'll sweep the them again. Yeah. In, right, we'll sweep them again in the playoffs. It's fine. Fuck them. But I really want to beat the Bulls. One because it's the Bulls, but two because it's in Chicago. And obviously, we're not. We won't even get. We won't get into the debate about the whole Grayson Allen thing the last time, right? It was a foul. He got injured. Blah blah blah. Right. What's done is done. But you can just tell that it's going to be hyped up as such a grudge match going into that. Yeah. 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 It would not surprise me if somebody got filled out the game in terms of like, a technical and kicked out. Like, can, similar to what I'm being dead serious, right? That I reckon somebody's going to fill Grayson Allen to try and get him out of the game in terms of injuring him, and they will get punted out of the court. That'd be quite fun. Well, not fun, not for Grayson. No, not for Grayson. But I, I don't know why. I just because of all because of everything that happened with it the last time, and then Bucks obviously on Twitter were posting Grayson Allen memes the following day. Which you know the plant in quotes there of the tweet that came out and yes it was bad taste and blah blah blah, but I don't know just I get the idea that to it's going to be a messy game. 
to be fair, they, they did post it just before the year, uh, like be- before the news came out. Like nobody knew. True, true. But did you ever see the video of a player in the played football for Fenerbahce and he got racially abused in a game? But the boy that done it never got a um, suspension or anything like that. You ever really? seen the video of this? Yeah, I'll send you the video because it's absolutely superb. Right? Not the racist part, sorry. Right? <laughs> but the video, the video, that, the video that comes out afterwards is superb because in the first game, this guy racially abuses him. The referee does nothing. The guy gets like a one-game ban. Right? Mm-hmm. They play each other later on in the season, and the Fenerbahce player plus the rest of his teammates kick the shit out of this boy. Right? I shit you not, mate. Right? Hard fouls galore. They're booting him in the balls. They boot him in the shins. Somebody knees him in the back. And it's kind of like vigilante justice, right? The whole way through, <laughs> right? But it's really fun to watch because it's nice to see like all the teammates have kind of got together and be like, yeah, fuck you, we're doing this. I reckon that's maybe what's going to happen in this game. There's going to be the occasional little dig to Grayson when the refs aren't paying attention. And it's going to be great fun. <laughs> and, then we're go- and obviously we're going to win. Of course, of course. Uh, now... What are we feeling for the rest of the season then? <laughs> not sure, because I might not right and say we've apparently got the toughest stretch from the other anyone in the league. The season. Yeah. Which, yeah. Like we've all we've spoken about the first two games, right? We've then got the Thunder and the Hawks. Two games I'm not overly excited about because I don't think they're going to be very good games. But then we go on and play the Warriors of Jazz back to back. You know, two of the best teams in the league. So within the space of six games or five, yeah, five games. We've played three of the best teams that the Western Conference has. Mm. Which Mm-mm. isn't going to be easy. I don't know. I think I think we're going to there's going to be parts where we struggle this year or this part of the season. If I want to it yourself. Um, I don't know, you know. Uh we've got, you know, it's not too long to go, you know. Uh we've only got what is it? With what? Are we actually sixty games in? We're sixty games in. Yeah, fine. We're not going to the left at all. That's mate. Um, so we've got yeah, that's twenty, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it works out exactly that. Actually, I'll tell you right now because I've got the schedule here. <laughs> what have we got? Two, four, 20, six, 22, 22, 22, 22, right? 14, 16, 18, 20. 22 games. Yes, we're finished yeah, with the Cavaliers. TBD as well. We don't know what time it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a real, real big run in, into the end of the season. There could be a be a chance that we're actually down, you know, because currently in the standings, we're sitting at fifth, right? And you're probably thinking in terms of actual quality of the team, we're probably a bit higher than that, right? We're probably up there. You know, we're better than the Bulls and the Heat, the 76ers and the Cows. You know, we're probably the one seat really at, at this point in terms of actual ability of team. I'd say we're probably the best one there. I mean, I think we're the best. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one, but you know, like you're saying, we're sitting fifth, but we're we're technically joint third. That, you know, we've we'll, we'll played a couple of games less, which is why we're slightly further down. But we're still only two and a half games behind, which is the same as Philly in third. That is true. And, we are technically third. And see, see, if you look at it in a backwards way, right? It was proven in the last few years that having the one seed doesn't win you the game or doesn't win you the championship. No, and I think that's what. Well, that was going to be the thing that was for for the old Nets fans initially, but now because we're the Philly, we're Philly the one seed last year. Yes, Philly the one seed. Nets were second. Philly, Brooklyn, we us. Yeah. yeah. So you know, Philly know that being the one seed doesn't really mean too much. But then you've got the Heat, the Bulls, and the Cavs who haven't been the one seed, 
and are going to probably maybe even push for it, maybe try a bit too hard for it. And then, because I think that's what it is, right? Just pushing and trying to be that one seed. Correct. You're then less prepared because what the Bucks have been doing, I think we've realized recently, is is they've learned from the whole championship run and how to do it. Correct. And what Bud has been doing is in some games, he's just been doing really stupid stuff, but it's stuff that he's just testing. Could this work in the playoffs? No, saw, is the often the answer. But I'd rather try it now than fuck it but up and not now is the end the playoffs. Time to try it. Yeah. I, I still stand by what I said in the last episode of this, though, that some of the things he like, he refuses to change things sometimes when we're getting absolutely hammered. Yeah. And I genuinely do think that so he can keep keep his cards close to his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for all, for, yeah. For all we know, they're in a training session and they've got 10 different things that they've got planned that if we're getting pumped in a game because of X, Y, and Z, this is what we will do. But they're mm-hmm. keeping it keeping it to themselves because what's the point in showing the world what you can do when you can keep it to yourself? You know, I think the Sun, the Suns game was one of those games, was it not? We were getting pumped. Yeah, didn't change, exactly. a, didn't change a thing. And but, it, it, it's the kind of team that you don't really want don't really want to show your full right. full, full hand to. You know, you look at you look at the Suns. They've only lost ten games all season, so realistically, losing to them in Phoenix. Okay, yeah, it's not. But they're also doing the because they weren't the ones he last time either. No, they weren't, no. The Jazz were. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they were a fake one. They, they weren't the best team in, in the conference. I think I think quite a few people knew that going in, that the Jazz were sort yeah. of these, this fake team. And it was the Clippers that were maybe, the Clippers and the, the Suns that you were looking at to actually come out of the West. And that was the that was the conference finals. So, you know, it's not a bad prediction. Then the Clippers just got injured and the Suns got lucky and got through. Uh, maybe that, that's being harsh on the, on the Suns. <laughs> to, to be fair, the Suns, though, they are an incredible team. No, they're a very good team. Um, I'd, think, as, I'd, I'd actually go as far as saying they've actually improved on last year. They definitely have improved on last year, yeah. 100%. Which, you know, given they made the finals last year, if they've improved this year, does that mean they're going to go the whole way this time? But and I suppose and I mean, time will tell. Well, Monty Williams is a great coach as well. Mm-hmm. He's been, Absolutely. You know, that, that's one of the reasons that they've been so good and why they went so deep in the class because he, he coached them really well. And another year of coaching at an elite level is only going to make him better and more comfortable as a coach. So you know, you know, you know what I do think quite bizarre. Sorry, I'm sitting looking at the Suns and looking at the Suns, right? They've they've won 48, lost 10, right? They're flying ahead at the top of the conference, right? The Golden State Warriors, apart from the fact they would actually be like first if they were in the East anyway, are six and a half games behind, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you put them six and a half games behind first be, uh, first seed in the East, they'd be seventh. They'd be eight. Yeah, they'd be eight. Oh, yeah, sorry, eight. Eight. Apologies. Like, they'd be eight. It's bizarre. Like, looking at how close the Eastern Conference is, that, like, Boston are six, four and a half games behind, right? Realistically, I don't think they're making the top six. No. Celtic fans will probably get upset with me because they're on a nine and one run going into the All Star game, right? They're not making the top six. They're going to be in the playing, right? But I think that's because Brooklyn are going to find their way to actually make it back into the top six more than anything else. Yeah. The Nets will climb into the top six yeah. and the Celtics will fall out. And then you'll have Raptors, Celtics, Hornets, Hawks. That's This is pretty probably what you're looking at. Maybe the Wizards could push the Hawks out of the play, and yeah. I hope they don't. I mean, the, and the Knicks, uh, the Knicks are two and eight in their last ten. They're, they're, I don't think they're going to make a, a run into the playoffs. Uh, see, they're having a bit of chaos at the moment. I think they're going to continue just where they are. I don't think they're going higher than yeah. 12. I think, luckily for them, I don't think the Pacers have got enough, excuse me, to catch up with them. No. 
No, probably not. Which is the like pace is sort of like yeah, rebuilding right now. Correct, but the Knicks are near enough four games out going in just to get to tenth. Never mind anything else. And I think they're out of it, but I just love how close this conference is. Yes, it is don't, don't get me wrong. Well. I would much rather the Bucks were in Phoenix Suns position right now and we're flying high at the top of the conference. Could actually take a bit of time to rest Giannis, to rest Chris, yes. to rest Jitter. You know, wouldn't matter if we lost a couple of games because we can do it going into the, we can give them the rest. Right. But see, from like an exciting part, it kind of it really excites me that first to eighth, you don't actually know who's going to finish where. And I mean, you're going to lose the Heat, the Bulls, the Sixes, the Bucks, and the Nets. One of them isn't making out the first round. Correct. And whoever doesn't is going to be lauded as an absolute failure. My money immediately, right? Out of those four that don't make out the first round, the Heat aren't going to do it. That's, I think maybe that's harsh on the Heat, but it's a, it's a bold call to be fair. They, you know, we beat them, we swept them. They haven't really changed the team and we swept them first last year. That, that is true. That is true. But they've not changed the team massively, but I say they've improved. Yeah. Which is, you know, I, but. The, see, the biggest surprise to me is Cleveland. Now, obviously, we've done a, a couple of episodes I mean, yeah, where we predicted who was going to finish where. Now, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had Cleveland 12th or 13th based on the fact that I don't like Maroon in the play. That was quite funny. <laughs> right? The, I actually kind of seen... I'm liking seeing them so high up the table. They've been quite fun to watch. Yeah, I, I had them 40. <laughs> but there we go. I, I don't think I was much further <laughs> off that. I think I was actually the same. Right? But... They've been good fun to watch, and it's nice to see them that you know, but can they hold on to that and keep that going for the final part too? Yeah, so I don't think the Cavs make it past the first round either. Um mm-hmm. I don't the cat well, the way it is at the moment, if the Bucks play the Cavs, the Bucks will beat the Cavs. Oh yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. So and I reckon the Cavs lose the Sixers, Bulls, Heat, or Nets if they end up playing one of them. You know, I do think quite entertaining, right? See if you were to look at the table right now, or the conference right now, sorry, right? And seeing what the matchups would be. Miami versus Brooklyn in the first seed, the first um, round would that's be That's what I'm phenomenal. saying. If we're going, and Brooklyn are winning that series. Ah, that's, one, that's the only reason I'm saying Miami get eliminated, the way, the way it currently is. Obviously, that's yeah. not the, they won't be playing the net well, because the net should, you'd expect to win their thing. Also, yeah. if the Nets play the Raptors in the play-in, right, and then you got whoever loses that ends up playing the Hornets or the Hawks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they've got to come out and then play the Heat. Yeah, it's not yeah. an easy task for anybody. And no, nobody wants to play the Raptors in a playoff series either. As, as much as the Raptors aren't on the level of the, these other guys, they're a good team. Uh, and they're a team right, that could upset a team. Am I not right in saying that Canada still has some mental rules at the moment, COVID-related? So they're not allowed fans, but they've also yeah. got a similar rule that non-vaccinated players cannot play in the arena yes i don't think so so that would really fuck brooklyn if they ended up in a series with it if they ended, even if they ended up in a playing game not yeah. having Kyrie would be Correct. i mean the, we're assuming the nets aren't going to be in a playing game but katie's yeah. going to be out for the rest of the year so it's not Correct. impossible that they could be no you're spot on it'd be interesting to see what happens there because the raptors have been on good form that you know all they need to do is kind of match what brooklyn are doing and i think yeah you know they've exactly. got two they've got they've got two game advantage so they can afford a little bit of a slip up yeah, and I mean, there's a good chance that all of the the, the top eight or the top nine or ten, that we all just do the same sort of stuff the rest of the season, mm-hmm. win sixty percent or whatever, and then do enough, do enough to get yourself in, and then deal with it from there. Because if we're looking at matchups right now, right? If, if we say yeah, if you say Bulls Raptors, then would you, well, the Raptors could beat the Bulls. 
I'd take the Sixers yeah. over the Celtics, Bucks mm-hmm. over Cavs, Nets over Heat at the moment. You, you know, it's I so think sh- I still think the Hornets are going to sneak in, right? Via, via the pl- via via the plane. Who I for the Raptors, maybe? So I think the Nets. Are, no, I think the Nets are going to get into the top six, right? Mm-hmm. And the top and six Celtics. will be. Yeah, the Celtics will drop down. So the top six will then be the Heat, the Bills, Sixers, Cavs, Bucks, and Nets. Nets. Not necessarily yep. in that order, right? That order's up to anybody to try and figure out, right? And I think the playing tournament will be the Raptors, the Hornets, the Hawks, and the Celtics. Again, yeah. not necessarily in that order, right? And I think that the final standings for the East will probably be Heat. Wait, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just completely cut you off there. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. You can do your bit about the Hornets now. <laughs> no, no, all I was going to say is I don't know. I just think, I think it'll be them and the Raptors that make it through in the 7th and 18th to get into yeah, the playoffs. and then lose the Celtics in the playing. Oh, no, don't say that. Oh, no, I, so I, I, the Celtics and the Hawks drop out. They get 9th and 10th and get fuck all. Yeah. And then your top eight has the Hornets and the Raptors completing it going into the first round of the playoffs. Would be interesting. I wouldn't enjoy playing the Hornets in a seven-game series, or even a four-game series for that matter. But I would not enjoy <laughs> playing them. No, 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 no. You know, we mentioned. Earlier, I, I don't. I also. Don't, I don't want to play the. I don't want to play any of these teams. They're all good teams. <laughs> yeah, hi. But although you know, I do think they need to change it. Right? I don't like this playing tournament thing. Except the Celtics, mate. Well, yeah, the Celtics can fuck off. I don't like. I'd quite happily play them, to be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd take them in a seven-game series. But I genuinely do not like this playing format. Why not? I understand why they've done it, right? It adds a bit of excitement, but keeps keeps teams playing to the end of the year as well. You end up, yeah, but you've got two thirds. You've got two thirds of the conference essentially make the postseason. Mm-hmm. Which well, that's I, that's. I feel why like it's a bit. I feel like it's a bit too much. If you make the plan, it's not. You're not in the playoffs. That that, that doesn't count. You, you you're not. You, but you get to the playoffs when you're in the eight. Yeah. But you're you're still extending your season as such. You know, they usually uh, get. Get, get in the top eight, you get the playoffs, and you go, right? Like I'm saying, I understand the excitement of the playing. I think it's a good idea, right? Totally get it. But I just feel like giving 10 teams out of 15 the opportunity to be in the playoffs is a bit bizarre. Maybe. They're I not going to change it. Yeah, but right, exactly. It's good entertainment. It's more money for them. Of course, they're going to Yeah. Win. I mean, because it's a one-game elimination, you know, you're looking at... <laughs> I mean... As am I right in saying the way it would work would be at the moment be the Raptors versus the Hawks, the Nets versus the Hornets. No, no. So it would be so. What it would be would it would be it would be Raptors Nets. The winner gets the seventh seed. Oh, so it it is, and then the loser goes on to play the winner of the Hornets and Hawks. Hornets Hawks. Yeah, that was it. That's why that confused the hell out of me last season. So that's what. So that gives the eight seed a bit more of a yeah, you've, you've two got set, shot. Or, uh, you've got, you've got you potentially two second shots. All right, now that's fair. But I, I think, like, you, you look at the, the West side, right? In, don't get wrong, like, from, say, fourth down to maybe, I don't know, seventh or eighth is kind of close. Not overly close. You you know, fair enough. You've got the Trailblazers and the Spurs kind of fighting out for the left and the Pelicans somehow. Fighting out for that 10th spot, right? But see everything else, it's kind of already decided to an extent who's going to be mm-hmm. in position. It's just a matter of what position to get. 
it's going to be very interesting to the end of the season to see what. I mean, you've got teams at the moment that are under five hundred in the in the playoffs. You know, the Clippers are thirty and thirty one, and they're in the they're the eight seed. That's battle, isn't it? Then again, you say that though. Look, look at the, you've got two. You've got the Hornets and the Hawks are both below five hundred. In a yeah, they're playing. That's a lot. It's so. Oh, it is so tight. But yeah, there are. Yeah, I don't, I don't plan to play any of these teams, really. I reckon the final standings... Here we go. Let's do some punts on final standings now. Right, let's go for it. Heat are going to keep the one seed. Mm-hmm. The Bucks will be the two seed. The 76ers will be the three seed. The Bulls will be the four seed. Cavs will be the five seed. Nets will make six seed. And then you reckon... Uh, I reckon it will be Celtics, Raptors, 7-8. But don't bet on the Celtics to make it out of the plane. Hornets to maybe to win in the plane. It's a good call. Right. Oh, God, I've not got a lot of thought in this. Right, so... That's me completely making stuff up. That'd be quite fair. It's not a bad call, to be fair. So I wrote a piece on the Wisconsin Sports Heroics page, literally about the rest of the schedule for the Bucks. right? Now, part of what I've said is that realistically, we could still win the East, right? And I still believe it. Definitely. Don't get me wrong, right? It, that won't be easy to do, right? Like we say, we have the hardest schedule. Right, we've got a harder schedule going into the running, right? But the flip side to that, does that mean all our players up their game? Right? We've not got many dud matches where you're looking at it like, and I don't mean to disrespect the Magic when I say this, but I don't think we actually play the Magic. Right? We play the Pistons, which, yeah, but we don't have I mean, many games that we now look at and go, right, we can rest Giannis, we can play him for 10 minutes in that game. We can rest Chris, we can rest Juru. We can let Tenasis play 30 minutes and see what he does. Right, we don't have any of those, which I don't think is a bad thing at this stage of the season because you want we, your players ramping up. And we also can't really do it again because of injury. Like the whole reason yeah. we were doing that last time is because we had enough people off the bench to come in and yeah. play enough minutes, but we don't now. If it, no, that's if, spot you, on. if we arrested all five starters now, we'd be having me and Somebody. you play. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm not opposed to that. If they, want to, if they want to pay my plane tickets over, I will go and do that right now. Mate, give me a 10-day contract for <laughs> a, a, a couple of hundred thousand. And I, I'm done. Because you know, those 10 days are worth money. Do you get money for that? I'll, I'll take the money. Right. You I'll, know what, I'll, do for, I'll do it for free if they give me a season ticket for next year. Like Luke Cornett, we played to play about two minutes. You make a better good point there. Pay me! <laughs> <laughs> but, so like... Like we're saying, when you look at the schedule, right? We have one of the toughest schedules coming in, right? Mm-hmm. But I personally, and people will turn around and say you're just biased, Sean, because you're a Bucks fan, right? I reckon it's going to force a player to stop again, right? We know what Yanis can do, right? We play the Bulls three times in the next 22 games, right? We play the Heat. In fact, do we play the Heat? Sure, we play the Heat. We, do, we play the Heat. Right. Yeah, we, we play the Heat. We play the Suns. We play the Warriors, right? They're potentially finals matchups. We've got the 76ers. We've got two games against the Mets, right? So we're playing teams that we need to up our game and play well against. That I the reckon, Cavs. yeah, exactly. Cavs in the last the game Gri- of the season. That could the genuinely Grizzlies, be a that, yeah. That could that could decide seats on who finishes where in that last game of the season. Mm. The, well, it you know, probably will. I imagine it will. Yeah. for one of us at least. Well, that's um, really, like, you, you look at it now, right? We are both fourth and fifth, two and a half games behind top spot, right? If that game was now and it was the last game of the season, that could decide if we go fifth, fifth or third. That's yeah. a massive difference. I mean, one thing that would be great is a. Uh, I'd I'd love a I'd love a Memphis Bucks final. 
a Grizzlies oh, box that, final. That, that'd, that'd be, be good. I'd love that. Yannis versus Jamarant. Oh. Yeah. You know, it would be, would... be a nice box win, but it'd be a nice sort of like, oh, the Grizzlies are legit or whatever. I'm, I'm going to say mental when I say this, right, as a box fan, but I would love that to go seven games. Oh, 100%. I feel like that is the kind of series that it would deserve to go seven games just so we could all enjoy it. It'd be but, lots of fun. Right, sorry, I was meant to be predicting where I think teams are going to finish here, aren't they? Went on a rant <laughs> about the fact that Bucks are getting a one seed, right? I'm going to go with the Bucks in the one seed, right? Mm-hmm. And it is genuinely because I think they're going to up their game, right? They've had a bit of time where they can relax and fuck about. Now we're kind of getting down to business time, right? So we're going in at one. I'm going to put the Bulls at two. Mm-hmm. Because I've actually really enjoyed watching them in games this season. Box fans don't hate me for saying that. They've been exciting to watch. <laughs> right? Uh, the, oh, he- the Heat are going to slot in at three with the Nets taking the fourth seed. Mm-hmm. Right? I know that's putting the Nets quite high up given where they're currently sat and all the issues they've got. But if they're allowed to play Kyrie Irving at home and they've got Ben Simmons, they've got Seth Curry, I reckon they're taking the fourth, speed, fourth seed. James Harden's pointing the 76 and they're dropping to the I'm, the, I'm putting them down to fifth, and I've got a next Philly first round. Ooh, yeah. That, now that that's a seven game series that I'd love. Yes, to I would love to watch that because that would be absolutely <laughs> epic. Especially because we wouldn't have to care either. We'd be sick. Yeah, exactly. You could literally just sit and watch that and enjoy everything. Oh, the tension would be so good. It'd be brilliant. But yeah, and then I've got Cleveland taking sixth because mm-hmm. I think I think to be honest, I think they deserve to be in the top six this year. Definitely. Played great. So I've got them taking six. Seven to ten, I'm going to go Raptors, Hornets, Celtics, Celtics Hawks. Yeah. yeah. And even then, to be honest, I'm kind of humming an eye about the fact that the Wizards might take the 10th, but I think Trey Young might just drag the Hawks into the 10th seed. Or yeah, for that I, matter, keep them there. I don't I, I don't want the Wizards to make the playoffs. No, if it's nah. the Wizards, Wizards fans. Nah. Like You'll do, be- you do better with the pick anyway. <laughs> see, see the fact that they've not named their arena Hogwarts. They don't deserve it. Who names a team the Wizards and doesn't have some form of Harry Potter reference in there? I am aware the Wizards became a team before Harry Potter was a thing, but you could quite easily change it. I'm sure J.K. Rowling would Did love they? the sponsorship. But I then have the Raptors and the Hornets make it out of the plane to take the 7th mm-hmm. and 8th seed, which would then give us the Hornets in the first round, which I don't think would be an easy first round. That's not true. I- I've got you there. Harry Potter did exist before the Washington Wizards. Really? The Was- well, the Washington Wizards have only been the Wizards since 1997. And the first Harry Potter book came out in 1991. So, right, in that case, there is absolutely there no fucking excuse whatsoever why the Washington Wizards Arena is not called Hogwarts. Or <laughs> Privet Drive, or something related to Harry Potter. Oh, hang on a second. I've, I've done myself there. Ah! Well, this, no, this is close, though, because the first Harry Potter came out in 1997. Oh, well, there and, we go, right? And the Wizards Arena, Arena in 1990. It's set in 1990. Wait, it was Harry born in 1990? I can't. I, Harry Potter must have been born in 1991, because I was going to be prick when he was in the films. Uh, but the films are a bit later. It's, it, there's all sorts oh, of... that's true. true. Uh, it might be set in 91, but only because um, J.K. Rowling started writing it like six years before or whatever. Ah, fuck it, right. We are getting we are seriously digressing about Harry Potter here, aren't we? Well, <laughs> right, so I've got a first round matchup of the Bucks and Hornets, right? Which, Oof. given how this season has went against the Hornets, I reckon we would win that series in six. Mm-hmm. But it would not be easy at all. Who would I have? In my yeah. predictions, I think I have the Bucks if 
I said Jesus, the right? second, so you would have them against the Raptors. Raptors. Oh, I mean, we'd win it, but it wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be. It would not be an enjoyable series. Although, I, you yeah. know, I would love to see Sandra Baca having an absolute ball against the Raptors if it came to that. <laughs> he comes out, has yeah. a career high in playoff points. Oh, it'd be beautiful. It's one of those. Mm. That, that, that would not be a fun series. Like, don't get me wrong. I know there was no easy games in this, the playoffs last year, right? And the fact that we swept the Heat, I think, surprised absolutely everybody. Right? I mean, the last three games against the Heat weren't really easy. Oh, no, no, they were. It was ridiculous. They were <laughs> outrageously easy. But I don't think anybody expected that to happen, especially after no. game one. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, I think but, everyone was anticipating a big, a big seven-gamer. Yeah. Well, I think I was on the Miami Heat podcast last year with, the, with Dan, who runs the Heat UK page. And I had us... But it was actually the Bucks and Six. Bucks and I Six. Yeah. I, I, was jo- I, I was joking beforehand saying it was going to be Bucks and Four, but realistically, I was like, nah, it's, not, it's going to go Six. But then you look at the like potential series all the way through this playoffs, and I don't think there's an easy route to the final. No, unless oh. you're in the, well, unless you're in the West Coast. <laughs> oh, well, if, you, if you're in the West, you're kind of having a laugh. But like in the, there's like, East, you know, in the West, there's not- three. There's three teams that come in the final, maybe even two, if the Grizzlies are actually a chip. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I can see it being a Suns and Warriors final. And quite frankly, yeah. I'd much rather face the Warriors than that if the Bucks mm. made it to the finals. But I think the Suns are making another final. I'd, t- I'd take Bucks Suns too. I, I think that would be quite fun for the narratives. It would be. It'd be good to see though, because again, it's two small market teams that would be going in, wouldn't it? Mm. So it'd be interesting. But then you look at the East and you think till like last year, we had what the Hawks, who were decent, but. Nobody expected a hell of a lot from right? Nobody yeah. expected them to make the Eastern Conference final. So you had the Knicks in the first round against them. Again, a team that most teams would be happy to play. Mm-hmm. Now, when the I read, 76ers the, the, weren't great either. They weren't. The Celtics made it in because they played the Nets. Again, and they got... weren't, weren't a great team. Mm-hmm. And no, you the... You there were two teams last yeah. year. I mean, I remember thinking when, when we were when we were in the Eastern Conference semis, like this is the NBA Finals. Yeah. In my head, I was like. Whoever wins this series is winning the championship. Correct. But saying that, I think a lot of team, people, myself included, didn't respect the Suns a lot when it came to that. But yeah, there was a lot Great. of yeah, that, that is. But no, I understand. But then, I'm saying we went on to lose the first game in the Eastern Conference Finals to the Hawks at home. Yep. <laughs> right? And I blame a lot of that on the next series. Yeah, I think right? we, were, we were knackered and we, we took it way too chill. And we also yeah. had, Bud played like 13 players. Uh, Jordan Warren Correct. played. I th- I think we went into that game with a sort of free, with the same kind of mentality of we've just won the Eastern Conference. We just need to get through this. Yeah, this is just As like, po- we have. Let's just do this, and then we'll yeah. be fine. Aye. Let's just do what we need to do to get through, and then obviously that bit us in the ass straight away. Because I remember watching that first game; it'd be fucking fuming by the end of it. Like, oh, I was livid. We lost by three. <laughs> we did, but I was just angry that whole game because we didn't look like a team that was going to win that. We looked like a to be fair, but look like the team that had just came out of a fucking seven-game series against the Nets that went to overtime. We looked absolutely buckled going into it, but I'm looking forward to this year because I think we're ma- as much as we're close, we're still what two and a half games above seventh anyway. We're making we're making the top six. Hmm, definitely, it's yeah, just a matter of where we finish. Yeah, where in the top six we end up. Correct, but like I'm looking at that. Right? See games that realistically I think might be kind of easy for us. Right, and even when I say this, right, the Kings not going to be easy. easy. Well, I yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be the easiest of games. I think we'll win it. Timberwolves, I think we'll win it. That, yeah, but that, that yeah, that, that would be easy. 
And see, apart from that, and then the Pistons away in April, the second last game of the season. That's really the only games I think that we can look at on that calendar and go, yeah, we should win them quite easily. There shouldn't be an issue. Did you say the Thunder? I got them. Oh, Thunder as well, sorry. Yeah, Thunder as well. That should be amazing. Like, we've got the oh, Celtics no. and the Cavaliers in two of the last three games, right? Now, as we said, the, Cav- the Cavs could be one that potentially decides who finishes where. The Celtics, if they continue where they are at the moment, are going to be pushing for that to keep that sixth spot or get, get back into the this plane, game. yeah. Yeah. So there's, a, there's far too many teams with a lot to play for. Hmm. Because why not right and saying we ended up we got beat off the Bulls in the last regular season game last year, mm-hmm. but we put out a team and we weren't really arsed because we'd already yeah. because we'd beat we'd beat in the Heat the yeah. game before. Correct. So we were guaranteed the third seed no matter what. We couldn't do better because we just if we'd fucked. if we'd lost to the Heat, the Heat would have ended up we would have ended up falling to the fourth fourth seed. seed. Correct. But we went out and won and. Because, yeah, and the Heat were guaranteed sick at that point. Yeah. So, hi. And then we went in and played the Bills in the last game. We kind of had one of those. Yeah. And it was, it, it was like minutes before the game. Yeah. Something, right. one of the other games, it might have been the Celtics, uh, got seven or whatever was going on with the fourth and fifth seed as well. It confirmed that we were the, the three yeah. seed when ah, that yeah. happened. Everyone, everyone suddenly got very, very sore and they couldn't play. Correct. And there was some, I don't. I don't think there's going to be a lot of that this year. There's also there was a lot of games where people were getting rested and things went into that part of the season. I don't think there's going to be too much of that happening this year. Now I know obviously last year we kind of had nah. the, like the top three were kind of fighting out for a while, and then we sort of mm. fell away a little bit. But I don't think there's going to be much of that this year. I think this could be one of those conferences that goes down to the wire that you know two or three games to go, you know, fifth, second out to sixth could still be anybody. It's going to be keeping people playing the entire time. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be good fun. Anyway, before we go, I have one last thing that I want to say because I want to put this on Twitter poll. Right? <laughs> Matt is taking part in a football game at the weekend. Matt has to shave his head. Or sorry, Matt has to give himself a silly haircut for the game. Well, somebody's giving it to me. I'm not, I'm not doing it myself. Oh. I, 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 you know what? Because of the fashion that has gone into this, I think it's probably safer that someone else does it. Now, <laughs> Those of you old enough and who follow the football will remember the 2002 World Cup where big Ronaldo, the Brazilian, shaved all of his head bar the front of it, right? Nobody knows why. He looked like a dick, right? But he looked epic at the same time, right? Matt has decided that is what he is doing for this game on Saturday. Decided? I was given this. <laughs> sorry, Matt, sorry, Matt has been told this is what's happening for the game on Saturday. <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to make it sound like you're doing it. On, you know, you're choosing this, but you're not being forced into it. Now, You're making me, yeah, because that, that makes me look like a dick. <laughs> now, I think this should be put to a Twitter poll that Matt has to keep that haircut after the weekend. <laughs> Shockingly, you're not really for this, mate, but I generally yeah. think that you should keep this for at least a week. We'll see, we'll see. Now, we, could, we, could, <laughs> we could try and raise money for charity, we could have a bit of fun with it. Depends if we win the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that is true. That's true. We'll go with that first. But if we win it, I'm far more likely to keep it. <laughs> keep your eyes peeled on Twitter because I'm going to be pestering you, Matt, to be putting pictures up so everyone can see this. Because I think this is a thing of beauty that we all have to see. Mm. I'll post some. <laughs> I was going to say, obviously, we don't, we don't actually post the videos anywhere for when we record these podcasts, but we do it on Zoom. And you're not looking exactly overly excited about this happening, mate. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been telling myself for the last couple of days I've always wanted to go bald uh, <laughs> try it 
see how it goes. I'm just nervous my hair's not going to grow back. <laughs> I remember back in 2002, I was only nine when he got that haircut, right? But it was mm. at the same time that David Beckham got the silly mohawk. Duh. Yeah. Nine-year-old Sean wanted one or the other, but couldn't decide what to get. <laughs> and I asked my mum, I was like, mum, like, does mum used to cut my hair for me? And I was like, mum, I was like, you just decide, you're the adult. Pick one and give me it. She gave me none. She shaved me bald and just took it all <laughs> off. She was like, I'm your mother. You're not fucking getting any of that. You look, you look silly. And took it all off. So you're doing this for nine-year-old Sean now, Matt. I hope you know that. Of course. Can't be getting the haircut in English, man, anyway. You're Scottish. Well, that is true. I, I was nine years old. I, you know, I thought it was David Beckham with a left foot. <laughs> I, I was not David Beckham with a left foot. I still can't hit a football. But anyway, we will call it there, there, mate. But thank you very much again for joining. And thank you for listening. Take care.